to another episode of the two for one podcast i am one of the two Travon gross jr joined by my man my canadian brethren the king of fitteds denzel taylor what's up man what's popping how you doing my brother what's you good know, with you great great and had a great trip in houston you know didn't get turkey leg cut but went to houston <laughs> it, was good. it was a good trip uh it was a it was a, it was a great trip actually it was a so, great trip yeah, it's a great trip. I'll tell you why after off camera. But <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a great trip, bro. Did what I had to do out there. Um, what about you, though? How's everything? Ooh, everything's all right, man. About to play my third game Thursday. First yeah. couple two didn't didn't go the way you want to, but it's all good. It's still early. We're gonna bounce back and just continue grinding, continue pushing. You know what I'm saying? No, for sure. That's that's the right yeah. mindset to have. We'll we'll talk more about that for sure. But uh, let's let's jump right in. I want to talk about uh, well, one. I want to give congratulations to uh, one of the goats in women's basketball, Diana Taurasi, reaching nine thousand points, career points, which I think is a that's a big that's a lot of buckets. That's, that's a lot big. of big. That's big. Yeah, especially just for the WNBA. Um, we were talking a little bit about this before, where like, I mean, nine thousand points for that to be the her to be the first one to do it um, really speaks to just how young the league is still like i mean you you hear 25 years right they're celebrating 25 years but when you talk about leagues and brands and things like that it's actually young you know it's actually pretty young um and i think this is just another example of that where point mark especially um you know with the season being only what like six months six months they only yeah. play like 36 games things like that. So you're talking about 36 games over her, her career reaching 9,000 points. That's, that's, that's really dope. So I think I, you know, excited to see who else, who else reaches that, that level. Kind of. Um, so I think Cand Candace Parker has to be a little bit closer or something. She's been playing a long time. Yeah, she's got to be close. Years, but she's definitely sat out some seasons, went overseas, probably mm -hmm. had a couple of kids. So, you know, girl basketball yeah. is different. I mean, women's basketball is different because you know yeah. they gotta they gotta be with a child. Oh no, she she has been hooping. I, I've been checking her stats. Boy, She's that team up out there in Chicago, it's Chicago. They ain't right? nothing to play with. Yeah, they, they ain't nothing, nothing to play, to play with. with out there. Nothing to play with them. They out there. Um, Dallas, Las Vegas, Dallas is hooping. My Vegas Aces, baby. Let's go, <laughs> my Vegas Aces. Do what we gotta do. Um, and the Seattle Storm are always a really good team. I think when you put Sue Bird, Brianna Stewart on the same team, that's that's always a dangerous little combo. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, WNBA is in a good place. No, WNBA definitely, is definitely in a good place. Definitely shout out to Diana Taurasi. Like, she's like the, the Kobe of the WNBA. Like, ever since I've known the WNBA to be in effect, like, she's always been at the, the highest yeah. of the highest. So just to see how far she's come and she's still doing it at a mm -hmm. high level right now. It's just like, bro, yeah. she's, she's one of the names. She's always there. You always hear Diana Taurasi, Diana yeah. Taurasi. Like, and the thing is, bro, honestly, it, like, her generation, like that generation, was, you talk about like her, even maybe further back, like Lisa Leslie, Tina Thompson, yeah. like those names. It's like similar to when we talk about, you know, maybe I don't want to date these women, but, you know, we, like in the same way we herald like the Wilt Chamberlain's, the same way we herald the Bill Russell's and mm. the Julius Irving's, like in terms of just like those older players. Older, once again, yeah. yeah, just older players. It's like, OK, we knew who you were like, you know, what I'm saying you guys might not be in today. Like, let's say if you fast forward the WNBA 15, 20 years, 
though to your point, those names of Diana Taurasi, Sue Bird, you know, Lisa Leslie, um, so many names, Maya Moore, those like those names are gonna live the on. Mount Rushmore forever. is like forever. Yeah, like for real. You know what I'm saying? Like and and honestly, it's like even being the GOAT conversation. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're so good, you know, because when you hear the GOAT conversation today in the NBA, you don't hear anyone talk about Bill Russell. You don't hear anyone talk about Wilt, really. You don't hear anyone talk about, you know, just like those dudes, just because you already know just what time it is when you talk about, yeah. you know, Oscar person. You know what time it is when you talk about, um, you know, just Bill those Russell, caliber yeah. of players, Julius Irving. Like when you, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's way bigger than it's like who they were. Is way bigger. Of, different type of caliber, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, definitely shout out to Diana Taurasi. Um, let's talk about the playoff basketball. Um, let's talk about playoff basketball. What series do you want to start with? You want to talk, talk about the Suns or you want to talk about uh, the Hawks and the Bucks? Yeah, Which one do you want to talk about? Let's talk about the, the Suns and the, and the Clippers, man. My man, Paul George. Okay. Man, Paul PG. George put on a show the other night. He, he put on a show the other night, man. He had like 49 points. I don't, I don't get yeah. what it is with the criticism, but like, you know, he's always getting Bruh, the, the, he's just the, the easy target. I told you, <laughs> him and Kawhi need to shoot the Yo, fade <laughs> because it's undeserving, bro. I don't know what it is with all the criticism, but nah, he definitely balled out the other night carrying them to, to a win. I think it, the series is what, 3-2 now? Think it's going yeah, back to cool. going back to Phoenix, so I'm definitely mm-hmm. tuned. For me, that's definitely oh, like the sure. most exciting series to watch. Devin Booker Absolutely. is still still trying to figure out, you know, what he's doing with the mask. He hasn't been up to, up to par, you know, ever yeah, since that yeah. nose injury like that. But like, bro, I'm just I'm just ready to see what happens because I honestly think the Clippers can come back and push it to a game seven. They just really see what, what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, with everything they got going on, they got the momentum. Just came off a big win. Phoenix mm-hmm. is sort of like they're not hurt or hobbled, but like Chris Paul is just coming back, still trying to find his rhythm. Devin Booker with his nose. So, yeah, so, 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 a lot of factors going on. I will say DeAndre Ayton, like he's he's my MVP of the whole playoffs. The way dude has just been balling. Like he's always yeah, been a great cool. player. I think it's his third year in the league, but like his stock. Yep. He just he just proving everyone like, bro, I this is why I'm the number one pick. Like I do this. No, for I, sure. Bro, he's like, he's he's played himself bro, into a you know, max contract every you know, every game. It's like his field goal percentage, granted, like you know, he he be he be shooting dunks and stuff like that, but like the still yeah, at the level still. at the level at which he's finishing down low and his confidence, bro, it's on a huge other level. Like I love seeing him play, yeah. seeing the ball, especially you know, in the West Phoenix, you don't really get to see these guys play. So just to be able to see the, him putting on a show like this, just like, yeah, yeah, young boys. Like he's like one of those next up kind of superstars, you know, with your um Jason Tatum's, your Jalen Browns. Like I put him on the up and coming of like a star level, like next year, hopefully see him I in agree. an all-star game and just see him just improving his game as he's you know probably going to get more touches on the blocks just expanding you know he could shoot the ball so yeah. it's only a matter of time where they start you know putting putting that in yeah, sets and, and just, yeah exactly especially with the game right he's now said, i'm gonna say he's got to be able to shoot that ball and i think he's <laughs> even said you know what i thought was really dope was you know he really acknowledged like chris paul's uh influence on his Effect. play yeah, like just the Chris Paul effect, like him, he really spoke to it where like, no, like Chris Paul really took me under his wing and like basically big broed me and, you know, yeah. he was the best. He, he admitted, he said, yo, Chris Paul is the best thing that ever happened in my career. Like, 
And then kind of to our conversation that we had um, the last last podcast, we talked about like who you you have around you, who you let influence you with your game and stuff like that. Like you see, you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's literally played himself into an uh, maybe eight figure contract easily. Easily. Um, He's played, yeah, he's playing himself into, you know, potential all-star picks, like all that comes with being like a superstar player. Like, He's made it where, okay, we might actually really see Phoenix way more on, you know, on mainstream television just because of him. And obviously Devin Booker too, but now it's like, okay, like, you know, for the, for the big people, the big companies and things like that, it's way easier to put them on, you know, TNT, ESPN games. Cause like, okay, we want to see what's going on here. Speaking, speaking about Devin Booker, one thing I will say, we gotta stop the the Kobe Bryant comparisons. Like, I like I get it. He he's definitely ascending. He's definitely yeah. like on the rise. He's definitely doing his things. But like, just stop. Like, he's the next Kobe. I've seen you know Stephen A. or or people point to that Kobe S. Like, no, he's the next Devin Booker. Like, I hate well, when see, people try to put people in a category with another person. Yes. Like, no, he's he's himself. Like, I get I get it. Like the Mamba mentality, he was really close to Kobe, all that, but, like, no, like, mm-hmm. he's not Kobe Bryant, like, he's not Kobe That's Bryant at all, yeah. like, bro, he's and, Devin and Booker, you know he has similarities, admit, but just stop. Yeah, there are similar, and, and you know what, I'll admit to it, because when I first heard that, I was on the bandwagon of, yeah, you right, no. but I had to, I, I had really to, had yeah, to... no, I had to, I had to relax, I had to be, I had to really think about it for a second, like, calm like, down. hold on. I'm like, hold on, wait a second, Trey. Hold on. Like, <laughs> I get quite. it. He's putting, but, he's putting on a great performance. He's putting on a great yeah, performance. Yeah, but we're not, like, I won't go as far to say he's the next Kobe. But, you know, there are, I think what's dope about it, and I think why the comparisons happen, is because Kobe had some game in the sense of, you know, when he hit you with that pump fake and the multiple pump fakes and still yeah. made the shot for you, like, that's, that's Kobe. Right. Like, you know, when he's making these difficult shots and these clutch moments and things like that, where it's like, okay, you see the footwork, the reverse pivots, the fadeaways, things like that. Like, it was just so identifiable. Cause I mean, even when Kobe was playing, obviously, you know, it was next Michael Jordan. And Kobe had to basically establish, no, I'm Kobe. So I think Devin Booker is likely going to have to do the same thing um, in terms of like, like you said, I'm, I'm Devin Booker. Um, and, but it's a lot of these dudes. I mean, you look at Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum has maybe more Kobe is more Kobe esque yeah. than Devin Booker, really. If you if you really want to have that conversation, because yeah. he has a lot of for his game is whew. yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. um, but yeah, I, I agree. I don't I don't really think the whole next Kobe for Devin Booker is like necessary. You know, and, I think. It's crazy to see he's I wish he didn't have to play with that mask on because I would love to see where he's actually in a flow and a rhythm getting to it. Yeah. That's definitely in, in the way. Question, like what when did Devin Booker become like this this crazy tough guy? Like I'm I'm so confused when I be watching these games. Like for me, like fights now, right? Bro, he's just like he's just like I don't I don't know what it is. Like it's just like he's mad. Like I don't know if it's I'm not I wouldn't say he's fake tough or anything like that, but it's just sort of you know that sort of like persona and cockiness and that trash talk and it's like bro. When, when did this all happen? Have I not been watching you play? But it's just like, all right, I see you. But it's just like, I don't know if it's him or if it's something he's grown into. But I like it, though. I, I like it. I'm going to say it's something <laughs> he, he's grown into. And I'm going to yeah. say only because, like, 
bro, I mean, you know how it is. Like when you're out there, you do have to have like an, a mental edge about it. And like at the end of the day, I think at this point, not even this point, ever since Malice in the Palace, <laughs> there will <laughs> never be another NBA fight again. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Like, they got, they got like, that you know what I'm saying? Like, we are never going to see another NBA fight again. So in my mind, when I know, when I think about that, knowing like, we're not about to fight, like we're not really about so to, fight. to get away with stuff or act, act a certain way. Like, you know, yeah, like, you, like, it's like, okay, I can really like lean into my tough guy, macho man. Cause it's like, we, we, you aren't about to swing on me. I'm not about to swing on you. Like this is just, just my edge. Yeah, it's just like yeah, I'm trying just, to psych you it's, it's out. More so mental, yeah, it's just like the mental warfare of it. And at least that's what I think. Cause yeah, I agree with you. I mean, he's getting into it with everyone seemingly, but I agree with you. I like it. And it's like, bro, know, if, I, you, if you don't go sit your light skin ass down somewhere, like, bro, <laughs> you ain't about to fight no one. Like, relax. Right, like. exactly. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, no, ain't nobody about to fight. That's not yeah. that's not about that so i just um, seen it and i'm just i just had to talk about it I was like bro i don't know if he's really about this life or not but it's just like i don't know if i, I like know. it i don't know if i don't like it like what's going on it, here it, it depends right it depends on just the level because i think if you're talking about just getting in each other's face doing a little bit of talking may have to get separated i think that's cool now if he does if he did the knock nah, it off me i'm trying to go see it and then it's like all right, oh, hold, all right. Hold. Like, you know what i'm saying yeah. Like, like if he tries to pull, um, who who did it where they like ran off the court after they got ejected and like ran to the other oh, locker room? They be like, oh, to the back. You trying to go to the back? Too? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. They be like, go to the back, go to the back. Like, if it's that, then it's like, all right, hold on, hold on. We we know nothing. But I think if happen, he, like... right, right, right. Like if it's on the court, I don't. I think it's cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're we're never seeing another NBA fight again. Oh my god. The NBA is so soft, man. The hard foul and it's a flagrant too. Now, like you can't well, even that, foul yeah. or do it the right way. That's a whole nother conversation. It's so crazy, bro. You know what? It, the league when when I saw I forget what game this was. This might have been either last year when I saw someone like the defender the guy was shooting a three. The defender yeah. closed out and they basically didn't have space to land. Oh, put his foot out there. And they yeah. called a flagrant one on that call. Like, granted, it wasn't nothing crazy. It wasn't nothing, even nothing malicious. Like, he didn't purposely do it, not like that. But, like, when the refs was, like, like, oh, this is, as a defender, what do you do? As a defender, you're doomed. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, in today's game, bro, the offense has all the power, bro. It's an offensive game. Mm-hmm. Like, as, 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 like, defense wins championship, that whole narrative, like, it's basically out the window. Whoever scores the most wins championships. Whoever has, like, the best defensive, um, like, scheme, I would say. Yep. And whoever scores yep. the most championship. But defense don't win games no more. This league is so offensive. You know, protecting the offensive player, man. They just out there chewing up threes on fast breaks, getting to the lane, getting calls. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a whole bunch of craziness going on. But, hey, it's a new NBA sure that we live in, man. Oh, it man. is, it is, and you know what? It's either it's either get down or lay down with it. To be honest, <laughs> right? This is is what it is. Um, but yeah, man, that that series kind of circling back. I definitely think the Clippers got what it takes. The Clippers got what it takes to come back and win that. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I think the Suns do it. I think the Suns do it I this next game. Is over. Yeah, I think I think like something in Chris Paul is finally going to click. 
where we're gonna see like that Charlotte Hornets Chris that Paul shining moment where it's like yeah it's yeah, my time to, yeah. to take me take me to the promised land like mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. coming off the ball screen the fake throw in between the legs catch it back Chris Paul to a lob Chris Paul like that like you know what i'm saying i think we see that chris paul this next game i think it's like enough is enough and these dudes (laughs) get these dudes out of here and also do you know whatever beef is between chris paul and paul george do you know know. yeah i know what you're talking about i've definitely seen it on the court a couple times as far as just like shaking hands regular season or just little stuff but i honestly don't know the backstory behind that at all yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I saw uh, a while ago where, like, a news reporter asked Paul George, so what do you think about Chris Paul doing blah, 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 something? And he was like, uh, you know, what number three does is whatever he does. <laughs> and he was like, and then the reporter's like, you you know what's that, Chris Paul? He was like, next question. Oh, wow. Like, oh, okay, I didn't know there was oh. smoke. Like, what's between you and Chris? Nah, like, I, that's like I, a I, random I, beef. Yeah, that's I a real random beef. Yeah, yeah, it has to be a max for that. Yeah. Speaking about, like, the this new NBA and stuff mm-hmm. like that going on, there's been a lot of new head coach hirings, firings and hirings in these past couple, these past couple days. It. You know what I'm saying? So, I think um, Chauncey Billups just got hired for the Trailblazers. Yep. And yep, Jason, the... Jason Kidd is with Dallas, I think. No, not Dallas. Are they? Yeah, he's with Dallas. Jason Kidd. So Dallas? Jason Kidd's in Dallas. Um, yeah. like you said, Billups is in Portland. Um, the Celtics. We just got. Um, hold on, I'm gonna find his name. I don't want to mispronounce it. Um, from Boston, um, right? I forgot his name. Yep. Hold on, I'm finding it out right now. Um, but what's crazy he, is like, like a new head coach too. All three of these head coaches are black, like. I love it. You know what I'm Udo, saying? Udoka. Yes. Udoka. So, oh, yeah, Udoka. He, he's Nigerian. He's not he's my, my Nigerian mm-hmm. brother. Facts. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like that hire a lot. He came from, where did he, who, where was he Brooklyn. coaching before? He was I think a, he, from Brooklyn, right? Yeah, he came from Brooklyn assistant. Yeah, he was a, he was assistant yeah. from Brooklyn. I, um, I mean, he has a lot to work with. So, yeah, it, it, you know, I like it. I like it a lot. I like I like these new hires. Um, I'm interested, you know, that people have been making a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of speculation around, you know, Chauncey Billups, and like how that's going to work with um, Dame. With Dame. Yeah, but I actually think it's kind of a match made in heaven. You think so? Mister Big Shot with Dame time. Honestly, like I think, well, for me, like. As far as like a caliber player like that, I don't know. I don't know why I think like that, but, but for me, it's like the the coach doesn't matter because no matter what, I have the green light. So it's sort of like you're just putting me in a certain type of offense or somatic. Like you're not giving me confidence. We know I'm taking thirty shots a game, so it's like more of a like, do I like you or do I not like you? As far as coaching goes, you know what I'm saying. I think mm-hmm. that when you're that type of player, it's like okay. I know we know what LeBron's gonna do on any team or Damian's gonna do on anything. So it's like, do I like you or do I not like you? Basically, what right. what, what it all ends up to for me personally, how I think maybe that's a bad thinking, but I don't know. No, that makes sense. No, I mean that definitely could be a part of it too. Um, you know, because I do think there has to be obviously your coach and your best player need to get along. Yeah. Or at least better yet, better put, your best player needs to like the head coach. 
um, especially the player that you're basically giving 250 of them things to. The keys to. So, the keys to, yeah, the, like, to the wheelhouse, boy. Right. So, yeah, yeah, that man Dame just, yeah. is getting a nice little penny. But, yo, but, Luca and Jason Kidd, I, I like that a lot. That that just like sounds that sounds scary. Like those those two minds, Jason Kidd. Yeah, yeah. Jason Kidd's a genius. I like it, bro. I like it a lot. I think Dallas Dallas is making a lot of good moves. Um, like I said, they need to make sure they re-sign Tim Hardaway for sure. But you know, Luca J J Kidd, that's a problem. They need that to get rid of. Um, did they get rid of Kristoff Porzingis? No, nah, they still they got need, him. They need to get rid of him and pick up. I don't know who they pick up, but yeah, he needs to go. It's about it's time. It's time. The experiment's over. It's been three years. It's time. Yeah, bros, he's been hurt. He's been hurt most of the time. Yeah, so yeah it's been hurt, sucks. but like that's that's where the cards fall. I mean, that's where the cards fall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you it's you're one thousand percent correct. One thousand percent. So I think yeah, he's probably out of there but i don't know they might give him one more year they might but mm. you know what they might do they might give him like a couple months they might give him a couple months and if not they put together some trade package. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably get him some sort of trade package because i mean chris you might be able to get some decent value back for for porzingis something yeah. decent something nothing something. crazy nothing crazy yeah. but something solid something decent yeah, speaking about like these head coaches getting hired and stuff like that, I always wonder, like, especially for for Chauncey Billups' case, like, how do you interview like three, four times for a job when you're in the middle of a playoff series? Like, you know what I'm saying? It could be game six, game seven, and you over here interviewing for a job or getting hired. So it's just like, bro, I never understand that. Like, what happens? Like, okay, I'm in a whole playoff series and I get hired for another job. Like, do I do I finish or? Do I head out there and start, you know, getting my, my roster together as far as coaching staff? Like, I always find that yeah. kind of sticky because, like, bro, I'm in, a, I'm in the middle of a game seven trying to win a championship, but I'm over right. here in, interviewing for the job at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I think it's, it's like a, that's just where business just takes over. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Where it's not even necessarily basketball. Like, basketball, in a basketball sense, right, at least I'm trying to put myself in, like, a Chauncey Billups shoes. Like in a basketball sense, I'm locked in on game seven, right? I'm locked in. But in a business sense, you know what I'm saying? Contractually, I only got to finish being an assistant coach for this, hmm. you know what I'm saying? For so this, like the next two months, for this rest of the season. Spare time type. Yeah, like I think that's like, like I can assume because you and I both know like basketball, even at the highest level, All around. still is only going to pick up. <laughs> four or five hours of your day especially if you're even if you're a coach at that level like it's still only going to take up four or five hours of your day let's say six even seven on like an extreme yeah. level but so he likely i would assume that either you know he was interviewing virtually um which would be easiest or i mean they got the resources probably just flying yeah them. probably just working just around take, the schedule you know just, yeah like more than likely um but i think that's where there needs to be like real relationships. Cause I can imagine where, you know, think about if you're a player and like, you know, you're one, like your favorite assistant coach gets the head job, head coaching job somewhere else. And you're in a game seven, you're ready to rock. And it's like, yeah. is you really with me or not? Nah? Like, you know, like you're out, like you're leaving. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, happy for you, but like, where's your head at? I don't know. That's how I'm thinking. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's and I think that's where it gets real sticky. Right. Where we always talk about, you know, business and basketball and how they seem to never mix like yeah, in a positive never, way. It never does. So I think, you know, and I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you can't you can't knock these coaches from for making these types of moves either. Um, and I think that's something that I've kind of realized as of you not. know, as we've gotten older, where it's like, you know, yo. You gotta do the best for you. Yeah, got families. They got ends <laughs> to meet too. They like they trying to, you know. I'm certain, like I'm, I'm very certain that every assistant coach, uh, their end goal isn't to be just an assistant coach. Um, you know, so it's like, if you have the opportunity to interview, and I just interview where you have a real chance, chance at of getting, getting the job, getting the job, you take it. Yeah, you take it. You take it because I mean, you look around the league. I mean, more teams than not kind of are pretty locked up with their head coaches, mm. you know? And I think yeah. we're in a real change in the air where now you're starting to see some coaches like retiring and things like that. But, you know, I don't think, you know, you, you can't turn down like a head coaching job unless you're just that content with the assistant coach job. Um, but, okay, let me ask you this though. So there has been some talk about, um, you know, Becky Hammond being on some of these lists for, you know, potential coaching, you know, candidates or whatever. Yeah. What do you think, what are your thoughts on just women being head coaches and, um, you know, is it even like, how do I want to properly word this? Mm. What are your thoughts on women being head coaches? Um, I think just as far as being in the game of basketball, I think, women have to go through like a more vetted process to just to become coaches like as far as Becky Hammond like she's been a coach for forever like she's well respected so for her to get like a head coach job bro no one's bad in the eye no one's looking twice you know what I'm saying but just for like as women being head coaches I think there's nothing wrong with that but I think just as far as how the NBA is set up like they'll definitely have a obviously a harder road to go down than just like a regular okay I'm about to be an assistant or you know get this job or just apply here and there that like Becky Hammond has been doing it all with Greg Popovich like all over the place in USA like she's been everywhere like everyone knows who she is so I sort of feel like they have to build up that reputation to even get a shot like that, which is, you know, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the world we live in as far as the NBA. So, but as far as just overall, the question as girls being head coach, like I honestly don't see anything wrong with that. Like, bro, if you have a great basketball yeah. mind, you're qualified for the job, why not? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I shouldn't look at you as, as anything else, but I think the process is definitely harder for girls, women, like besides Becky Hammond, for me, to be honest, I don't know any other women assistants in the league. I don't know if there is. Uh, and if there is, I don't know them. <laughs> there, there are a lot of, there are a lot of women that are actually in like, you know, director of operations type okay. role, um, you know, um, trainer type role, not trainer, mm. not like a medical trainer, but like, but like, yeah, head. yeah. I know yeah, what like you're talking about. Like skills, role, skills, like, physical. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there actually are um, a decent amount of women that are actually more in like the front office executive type role in the NBA right now. Um, yeah. And there are some assistant coaches, women assistant coaches. Like I, I believe, I believe don't quote, I'm, this is not me looking this up. I have not looked this up yet, but I think there's a, a woman assistant coach, I think for Indiana, um, I think uh, there's another one for the Pelicans, I think. Um, but there, there's a couple. But I do think, I think Becky Hammond's going to be the first one. 
because I oh, do think sure. at the I think at the very least, like when Greg Popovich decides he's done, I am ninety five percent sure he's going to say Becky Hammond, the job is yours. Like if she like if she yeah, doesn't if... get a head coaching job somewhere else, I am ninety five percent sure because I mean she has been coaching a part of the Spurs organization probably for the last want to say like six years, yeah. six seven years, Easily. like from the G League all the way up. She's paid her so, dues, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and to to your point, and I know we like Greg Popovich does a good job of you know making his his views very plain on this. Like, she has the basketball mind and she qualifies for the position. Um, so I think you know she'll definitely be the first one. I think it's just a matter of when. Um, but I think she'll get it. I, you know, I just saw. Yeah, I I just saw a lot of people kind of making it a a whole big hoopla thing about it, um, which. I guess I don't. I don't want to say there's no merit to it, but it's it, you know it's gonna happen. You know before yeah. we, before we know it, it's gonna happen. I, um, I guess it could be different. Just like I don't know, maybe the atmosphere or the way you go about stuff. Because like if a coach is yelling at me, like or whatever, like shit, I'm a man too. Like I'm a I'm gonna talk my shit. I'm gonna yell at you, niggas around. But it's sort of like okay, this is a woman now. So like how I talk to you, I can't curse you out and call you a bitch or nice. whatever. And then go make yeah, up yeah. with you like you're my head coach. Like it's a little different, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It is so different. I, and I, I think guess, that's I guess, where, the, yeah. It, that's and I think that's where you know whoever this whoever these women that are the first women head coaches or whatever they, they do need to kind of establish that early, like establish it. Look, like we're going to disagree, and whatever you say to me is we're talking basketball. Mm-hmm. Like what's said on the basketball court is on the basketball court. Now, obviously, yeah. like this is like you know what I'm saying. Like make clear what the threshold of disrespect is. You know what I'm saying. Like we're not going to go past this line, but other than that, we're here on the same team. Like I think that has to be a conversation. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that having having that type of conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, you and I both know it'd be it'd be crazy in the trenches. So, um, but I do agree. Like there there do have to be. There's a little more checks and balances. Yeah, you definitely have to be dynamic. more on your P's and Q's um, of what you say and certain absolutely. regular stuff you say, even trash talk on the court during practice. Like, I can't mm-hmm. call you a, you know, I have a woman head coach. Like, we're going to hear it. Like, so, so it's just a little That's different. A you, you know, you, you just have to think more. You just can't be all, you know, rah, rah. Yeah, and I think at this everywhere. point, too, <laughs> with, with Becky Hammond specifically, I'm certain she's heard it all. I'm certain of it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm certain she's heard the worst of the worst. Uh, and I'm certain she's had some real conversations behind closed doors that we may never hear about. Um, yeah. But, you know, and, you know, I think, and I always say this, man, I cannot wait for when we're, like, older in our, like, 50s and we just see some of the 30 for 30s on some of this stuff. I can't like, wait. Oh my God. This like, was going on the whole time. Yeah, like I would I like bro. I really just can't wait to see if hello. Like I need to know why he was blackballed. I want to know. Like someone needs you, to tell you me. You think there's story. some crazy inside story like this? Some crazy it doesn't make sense. 007 <laughs> agent that's just blocking Melo out the league. Just like Damn, nah, we got something on you. We got some crazy. <laughs> bruh something something is going on <laughs> i need a 30 for 30 for that i need a 30 for 30 on mark jackson after he basically how steve kerr got the warriors that he built 
I need a 30 for 30 on that, where he's just speaking his mind, not the politically correct answers he gives on TV. Mm. Um, and this Becky Hammond, I, I would love a 30 for 30 on Becky Hammond on just her transition from being a top WNBA player into the G league and, you know, head coach. Like yeah, I would like, love to see that. See your, your 30 for 30s are like, okay, wow. I want to see that. My 30 for 30 is just like ignorant stuff. Like I would love to see like a Lamar Odom 30 for 30, like his just fall off and addiction oh. with, with, with drugs. Like, Cause he even admits to this day, like how, like I'm hearing interviews or just stories, like he's, you know, he's doing, he's all over the place now, just certain stuff he's saying in his interviews, like, Oh, this, that, like, I'm like, yo, you were doing all of this. Like, yeah, wait, what you, you were out of the league for three (laughs) years and you were, how broke, how how broke were you? Like, nah, you, I need to hear your story. I need a Mar Odom 30 for 30. What else went? Shoot. I need a J.R. Smith 30 for 30. Like, how was that? J.R. Smith, <laughs> yeah. A J.R. Smith 30 for 30 would be hard. I would obviously, like that. I would love to see a J.R. Smith 30 for 30. Obviously, you know, LeBron. Definitely you see a LeBron 30 for 30. We're going to get, like, <laughs> art documentary on LeBron. That's already no, for likely sure. being filmed now. We're, we're, we're going to get that that documentary. No, if Jordan, you know, came, if Jordan had a 10 part, Bron will have like a 15. You know part. who's 30 for 30 is going to be the best or one Ooh. of the best. I would say Derrick Rose 30 for 30. That probably made me cry, bro. Oh, that, oh yeah, that would, that would, yeah, that'd be emotional. That, but I would love that. That'd be a I good love. One. That'd be a great one for all, I think, athletes in general to see. For like, sure. I think any athlete whether whatever you're aspiring to be as an athlete like that's a 30 for 30 no i also i also like obviously when the dust i need a two more i need a tim duncan 30 for 30 i don't know if just to see like where his mind was and i need a Kawhi. like bro are you putting on a show this whole time like bro what's to you like you know what i'm saying like yeah do you (laughs) love your family like what is what is it with you i agree like the sport like yeah, bro, because it's it, bro. They be you showing sleep. the little, bro. They be showing him like sitting up in like the 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 boxes during the games, and he Dude, just not be, even. He just like, I'm like, bro, he be, we're, I'm like, I'm like fam, like you, your team is, is up. Like your team just has got the lead. No, you're not happy. Like your main man's just hit a just drop forty. You you not no okay straight straight face. Yeah, bro, that joke is hilarious to me. But <laughs> man, yeah, those that's and that's why I appreciate the thirty for thirties because like you learn so much, right? So like much you learn so much that you're like, what, like kind of what you said earlier, like, well, like all that was going on, like you were dealing with that, or oh, like that happened in the locker room, like you know, all that stuff. Like I want to know. Well, well like, yeah, talking. like they said that before the game, like. This mm-hmm. is why you did this? Like, okay, it, it all makes sense Bruh, now. I need Melo to explain why it makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. A Bro, player like Melo does me. not just get blackballed <laughs> for no reason. <sighs> Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I know. I can't wait. You're going to find out in like 15 years. Yo. There's just no, nothing left to lose. Yeah. We definitely going to find out. Definitely gonna find out. In in other news though, your your boy your boy on the Lakers is is tripping. Who? 
Dennis Schroeder, apparently he's, well, he's asking, well, he wants 100 to 120 mil wherever he, no, he goes. Or like Lakers offered him, I think it was 80 for year, four years. This dude wants 100 and 120 plus. Yo, crack, I don't know what. Crack, crack, <laughs> Crack rock, crack rock. Hey, bro, after the performance you put on in the playoffs, bro, you could be lucky to get 60 right now, bro. Bro, the audacity. The audacity, you can't like, bro. Bro, you can't that's what, that's what he's asking for, for, bro. Bro, like, you, you drop a see, goose egg. Is, yeah, hold up, bro, because <laughs> let, let, let's have a real conversation for a second, right? Paul George does what he did. Game seven, right? Clippers lose early exit, all that, right? But you know what is still a fact? His name is still Paul George. He's still 6'9", one of the smoothest players this game has. He gets the contract extension. Whatever that was, that everyone was like, why did he get that? It was like 80, like 100 something, yeah. something like that. Some, some crazy extension, right? Dennis Schroeder, great player. Respect, I love his game. Real scrappy and everything. But you don't get to do that. Like, you don't, that's, that's not a luxury you have. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, and this is maybe, maybe the take he's a scrappy, defensive-minded guard. He's not a scoring point guard. He's a smart, IQ, scrappy guard. Which, can make if plays for being honest, there's like dime a dozen in today's NBA. Dime a dozen. You don't get to ask for 100 and 120 mil after dropping zero in a playoff. We needed you. Let me not say we because I'm not a Lakers fan. But you know what I'm saying? You don't get to ask for that money. Not 100. It's all good. He could bounce. And then, I don't know, somehow, some way, we're going to get Dame Lillard. We're going to have Bron, Dame Lillard, Anthony Davis. And then we're going to go to the promised land. What do you mean that's not Damn. gonna happen? That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Ain't no way y'all got no. ain't no way the Lakers have enough money for that. To take on Dame's contract? Bro, anything is possible. Do you know who the Lakers have on the team? They have LeBron. He's the best coach in the past 10 decades. Come on now. Mm-hmm. That's true. Come that's on true. now. If if that Kyrie, is- if Kyrie, Harden, and KD can be on the same, so can Dame, AD, and LeBron. They'll figure it out. Okay, so wait, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Denzel. So let's say you're you you are a max contract player. You 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 deserve 150 of them things over let's say a four-year period. Mm-hmm. Let's just say. And you want to potentially bring in another max max guy. How do you determine what's the conversation sound like when you're trying to figure out the money? It all depends like, on the intangibles. It all depends. Like, am I the top guy out of the superstars? Do I have a ring, or do I want a ring? It all those little little okay. stuff factor in. Because if I, you know so, what I'm saying. Let's say, let's say you want a ring. You don't have one yet, but you want one. Okay. Um, and let's say you would be, you would still be the man, but it'd be more of like not as much of the man. You still top okay. dog, but you know what I'm saying. And they're asking you instead of one fifty, we need you to take a hundred. Uh, and that's kind of extreme, but let's just say. Yeah, I'll probably drop down to like one twenty because at the end of the day, my goal is to win. 
so I'm I'm gonna definitely take take a hit of that, knowing that you know I'm a top player, bro. I don't have to touch a basketball, and I'm making a hundred plus just off endorsements and stuff. So like the money is really not not the motive, unless my name is Carmelo Anthony in New York Knicks jersey. <clears throat> but <laughs> for me, though, yeah, hey, the money. Maybe, the, maybe that's why he got blackballed. I don't know. <laughs> nah, for for me personally, I'm I'm I'm. Definitely take taking that hit or taking. Obviously, everyone has to take a hit, but I'll take more if that's if I'm that guy, like you say. Like I'll take a little hit, and yep. then you know we put it together and, and we do what we do. Me personally, yeah. Now, do you do you talk to that other player saying like, "Yo, I oh, took yeah. a hit for you"? No, I don't, I don't bring it up like, like that. Like, like, like that's what I'm saying. Oh, no. Okay, so how do you bring it up? How do that's how corny. do you say? It? For me, it's like, bro, I pick up the phone. It's like, bro, you come here. Like, I'm going to take a little something off. You come here. I'm going to make it work. We're we going to fit the Cali sap, and we're going we to win this chip. We're going to ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not throwing it in your face. Like, yo, I took this for you. I'm going to need you. It's like, no. It's like, no, I want you to be here. I need you. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're going to get it. We're yeah. going to make whatever work. We're going to fit it together. If I got to do this, ain't no problem, bro. Just come here. I fuck with you. Do your thing. And we're going to rock out. That's how I see bro, it. But I'm, I'm, I'm not like, yeah, bro. I took this hit for you. So on the next one or whatever happens, like uh, it's not like that yeah. for me personally. Granted, I don't know what I don't know how those conversations go because I've never seen that amount of money or anything like that. But that's that's how I think I would one day I would one operate. Day. You know what I'm saying? That's yes. how I think. So I could be in the position and be like, screw that. Hell no. Nah. I need all mine. I need, you know what I'm saying? It, it may change. That's what I think a lot of guys are, <laughs> a lot of guys land on that. <laughs> a lot of guys, I think, land on the My perspective nah, may mine. change. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, like, not, not he, LeBron like, James. Like, I'm not doing movies right. and stuff. Like, like, nah, I need cool, all that. But I need all my chicken. I need all of it. So <laughs> I, I need my think, chips with the dip. Yeah, bro. Like, hold up. <laughs> like, nah, that extra. You know, 20, 30, like I need that. I can go a long way. Sure. Sure. So I would say I'm I'm a I'm of like mine too though, where it's like I probably would take a cut now. It's like, but it, it you know, it just can't be anything egregious. It can't be <laughs> anything too egregious now. Too crazy. Like man. I like I'm with you. I'm with you in the same example where like, all right, we're gonna get to 120. Get me to 120 then. Yeah, like something yeah. like that. But going from 150 to one. I'm sorry. Man, no. Especially if I'm work like if I know like you know what I'm saying if I've worked my way into a, a 150 category like those numbers. Steep. Yeah, I'm sorry. Little, I'm not taking a I'm not taking a 50 I'm not taking a 50 million dollar uh cut. That that's it's a bit much. Yeah. It's a bit much for anyone. That's that's a bit much for anyone. Like I don't think I could it doesn't matter who's coming to join the team. Not 50. <laughs> Not fifty. That's that's kind of egregious. <laughs> like, bro, you are gonna have to come up out of your pocket for this fifty if I take this cut. I yeah, know. I don't know yeah, what you gonna better... throw me, but you got right. you got to come up at least twenty, big dog. For real, for real, because I ain't. You gonna have to show this super love. That was like with um, like the whole D Wade situation in Miami when everyone left and it was sort of like his time to get his money and finally get paid. And Miami was yeah, like, they hey, pay him. screw that. That's that was like he was like, bro, after all I sacrificed, big three, I cut and y'all ain't want to pay me. And now, like, okay, I'll probably have a couple years left. Bro, cash me out. Now you don't want to pay me. For it's real? sort of like 
Dang, we, we just won two championships in the past five years. This is what y'all gonna do to me? Crazy when you really think about it. Yeah. We're talking about, yeah, wow. Yeah. And you know what? I was listening to um, Gilbert Arenas. He was talking about this where he he was saying he doesn't believe that any player should ever have to take pay cuts because his logic was at the end of the day, every player in the NBA is, is millionaires, right? They're all millionaires negotiating with billionaires. And that he said it should be on the billionaires to find the money to pay the other millionaires, not the millionaires taking pay cuts so the other millionaires get paid. But you also have you know the cap, saying? right? Where you have the cap. That's true too. That's true too. Now that's a real thing. But I just it, it was it was an interesting, yeah, interesting. uh it was an interesting perspective. Cause I mean he's right. He's he's very right. You know, they, they got it. These 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 teams and everything like that, they do have it. No, but I thought that's it. a that's an interesting, interesting little topic. Something we'll probably revisit for sure. When you when you deal with like money and, and you know, money between uh teammates and everything like that, that's a whole topic we'll we'll talk about that, on another episode. That is a whole topic. There's there's one thing I also want to like bring up or mention, just talk about like all like People who are playing basketball, high school, college, just organized basketball. If you're playing some good basketball, like, bro, as far as team-wise, stuff like that, just, like, really sit down and, like, appreciate, like, really good team basketball, especially if it's a close-knit, and just have fun and really soak in the moment. Because when you get out here in these streets, bro, it's real ghetto. It's real ghetto out that. here. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, if, if y'all, if you're in a good situation with a good team, with a good group of guys that you call family or that you just rock with, like, bro, enjoy every moment of that. Cause, like, bro, it's not like that once you cross this line. Like, it's just everyone, you know, you know how it goes. Like, everyone just trying to do their it's job, the just the wolves. There's no, there's no real connection. Everyone's just here for a moment. It's, it's ne- it'll never be the same after that. You know what I'm saying? So just, just That's enjoy that those little high schools or colleges, AAU. Enjoy all those moments, man. Because out here, like. It gets it gets dark. It gets dark. Yeah. It gets tired tiring real quick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like That's it's it's almost to the point where it's like not fun. It's like you're doing a job type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it, it feels like a real job. It's not yeah. even like oh we're just fucking with the homies anymore. It's like it's it's nah. job and like that's how yeah. it feels. This fun with and you know i've been with my brothers and we've just been having fun throughout you know. all my years now it's like oh <laughs> this is just a job yeah you can drop with a whole bunch of group of guys for four or five <laughs> months whatever the case and then y'all are off to the next like you know what i'm saying yeah you know yeah, you're not for seeing real. the same faces you're not building those crazy relationships so just have fun with it man i would say that please yeah now look that's <laughs> a great message we will end on that because that's a that's a real real point um you know, and it's just so easy to, to get lost in that. So easy for the you know to forget that. Because man, I wish Very I wish I'd taken more advantage of like those those teams, you know what I'm saying? That close those close knit groups. Yeah, man. But for sure. Well look, that's that's another good episode in the books. We appreciate you guys for listening. Uh please subscribe, comment, share, you know what I'm saying? Kick it with us, let us know what you want to hear us debate about, talk about, you know, tell us your thoughts, all that good stuff. Tell a friend, tell a friend. See y'all next week. Yes, sir. We out.